Thank you for tuning in to Saturday Conversations. My name is Edward Akiyemi, and I'm so grateful you have decided to listen to Saturday Conversations. Every Saturday, I have conversations with different believers of Jesus. We discuss about their faith walk and the wisdom they have gained through this journey called life. Oh, so one thing I just like to say is that I really do feel like everybody is in their own lane like everybody's in their own lane. And something I just like to say is that, you know, everybody's so different where I can't tell your story like you can tell your story and you can't tell my story the way I can tell my story. So everybody's just so different. You know, the purpose God has for us, it's so different that I don't even think we can compare it because your experiences are very different from mine. Mines are different from yours. So I know it's easy to compare, you know, sometimes that happens. But what I would say is just to focus on. to welcome you to episode 67 of Saturday Conversation. If you're watching on YouTube, do me a favor, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit the notification bell so you don't miss a video. And to my Spotify and Apple podcast family, hit the follow button and rate this podcast five stars. With all that being said, happy Saturday. I can't wait for y'all to hear the conversation I just had with Toby about putting God First. So without further ado, please help me welcome to the conversation, Toby Ikwempu. Hey, Toby, what's up? Hey, what is up? What is up? Nothing much. I'm so glad to meet you, uh, not officially, but face-to-face, I guess, through technology. I'm so excited that you we had time in our schedule to have this conversation. But before mm. we go into the conversation, do you mind introducing yourself to people who don't know you? Yes. Uh, Thank you so much again for having me on this platform. Uh, This is my first time actually doing this sort of thing. So thank you so much. And uh, my name is Toby. For those who don't know, I go by Toby. And um, yeah, I just love God. I love talking about God, talking about Jesus Christ, uplifting, encouraging. And honestly, I love providing a new perspective. So yeah. So we were talking offline that you recently joined Instagram and TikTok about like mm-hmm. a year ago, and yeah. you just talked about how like you want to offer a different perspective. So what is that different perspective you want to offer people on, on, through social media? Um, so I I joined Instagram and TikTok for two reasons, and I think we talk, we spoke about this earlier. So the first reason was that. In regards to marriage, the only perspective that I only heard was through the perspective of, you know, everybody desires marriage. But what I just wanted to offer was that, you know, there's actually some people who actually don't desire marriage at all. We look at Paul, Jesus was not married. And I didn't hear that being talked about a lot. That was like my initial reason for starting it. Then the second reason was to uplift and encourage, because I know that 
we all go through so many things. I'm even going through certain things as well. And it's like, I really just wanted to uplift, encourage, and just be a blessing in someone's life. So, yeah. So, so good. So, I'm so excited to have you on. Let's just get into the topic. You already know what we're talking about. We're talking about putting God first. So, what I realized, Toby, is that as humans, we put everything before God. We put our dreams before God. We put our relationships before God. We put our finances before God. The list goes on and on and on. We put everything before God. And what I realized is God knew this was going to happen. That's why in Exodus, he told us to not have any gods before him. So this is what I'm saying. Like, if we start to put things before God, we're just going to get frustrated. We're going to get busted. We're going to get disgusted. And what I've seen through the through my, my past is when I put things before God, mm-hmm. I start relying on things that was never meant to sustain me. So I wonder how many people mm-hmm. who are watching this or listen, listen to this are relying on something that was not supposed to be sustained, that was not so, supposed to sustain them. And then mm-hmm. also in the book of Romans, Paul says this, he's like, we traded the truth for a lie and we started worshiping the creation instead mm-hmm. of the creator. So mm-hmm. I just want to know how many people are out there watching or listening. How many of us have traded in the truth for a lie? That thing, that substance, that drug, that alcohol, that sex, whatever it is, that money is not going to give you true satisfaction because true satisfaction only comes from Jesus. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 to 34 says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. So like I said, Toby, I'm excited to have this conversation with you because I already I, I did my, my background check. I see how solid you are on Instagram. So before we go into the conversation, before we give the people what they really want, I want to get to know you a little bit better. So my first question mm-hmm. to you is, how was your upbringing? Oof, that's a really good question. Um, So my upbringing, it was actually filled with so much ups and downs. Like I would say I really wasn't the best person uh, growing up, if I'm going to be quite frank. Like I know that I was a headache for uh, my parents growing up. Like this is legit. Well, this was before Christ. But outside of that, I grew up in a Christian household. So I was at least always surrounded by Jesus Christ, going to church, uh, worship music, praise music. I've always been surrounded by that. So I grew up in a Christian household. And yeah, yeah, outside of my upbringing, it was filled with a lot of ups and downs. I still was surrounded by Jesus Christ. And that was pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any siblings? Yes. So I actually have older siblings and a lot of my siblings are actually older than me by like 9, 10, 12 years. So I'm kind of like the last born in my family. So, yeah. So the question is, are you spoiled? Is that Uh, why you got away with all this stuff? I would say like I'm the one, honestly, I would say I'm the one that's always doing the dishes. Like whenever we gather around, I'm the one that's still doing the dishes or like... I'm the one that's always doing things here and there. And you understand how it is, like being the last born. Like people look at you like, hey, do this for me or do that. So, yeah. Well, I am the middle child. So I don't know. Okay. My youngest sister, she, I, she might be spoiled. She mm-hmm. might see this and she might get upset. But yeah, I don't think she got the, she didn't get the whoopings. She didn't get anything. So, yeah. Okay, so, so I can the relate youngest, to that. The youngest I, one, I, yep. 
Mm-hmm. But let me be honest, though, I didn't really get whoopings either. So, but <laughs> but she got away with a lot of things that I don't think I could have got away with. See, my sisters, they always tell me that a lot. They're like, whoa, like the way I grew up is like totally different from the way they grew up. Like as far as like, yeah, everything they had to go through. Like, I feel like I didn't have to go through that just being the last born. So, yeah, I'll say that I am lucky in that sense. Yeah. Lucky, spoiled, whatever. It's the yep. same thing, right? Same yep, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, thank you so much for sharing. So my next question is, we were talking about putting God first. So mm-hmm. what areas in our lives do we need to put God first? And I know we, we should say mm-hmm. everything, but what are some specific things we mm-hmm. need to put God first in our life? Ooh, putting God first. Um, honestly, I would say like putting God first would look like maybe how you treat others, like how you treat others in your circle, how you treat your neighbors, strangers. That's what I would really say is that are you treating them with love? Are you treating them with the love that God talks about? Are you being patient? Are you being kind? Are you being loving? That's what I would say is really like putting that's what I would say is really the exemplifier of putting God first. Because I know a lot of times, a lot of people think it's maybe in the music that we listen to or even in what we watch, which is true. But for me, it's all about how we treat others, how we treat our neighbors, how we treat our friends. I feel like that matters. And that shows that you love God and you put him first, in my opinion. But yeah. That's so good because you said how we treat our neighbors. Neighbors, yeah. But sometimes our enemies can be our neighbors. And then Jesus says in Luke chapter six, love Mm -hmm. your enemies. Ooh. No, no, no. You're actually in the, you're in the spirit. Cause I was just talking about this today. I kid you not like about like loving your enemies that how like, it's so difficult to do that. I'm even working on that myself, like loving my enemies. But, um, cause I know like, I always say like, try Jesus. Don't try me type of thing. But, (laughs) No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm actually kidding. But um, you're not kidding. You're not kidding. <laughs> no, no. But um, what was I gonna say? <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Treat our neighbors well. Treat our enemies. But seriously, that's something I'm working on. Like I'm not there yet because I'm quick to just push maybe an enemy away. But I'm I need to get to that point where it's like I treat my enemies well. I'm not there yet. But yeah, that's just my thing. So yeah. So what are some steps you're taking to get there? Um, I would say like being patient, like understanding that not everybody's going to figure it out at the pace that you are and just being patient and understanding that everybody's different on a different journey. That's really a big one for me because of, I know that I'm in a different journey and I know that the next person is probably in a different journey. And I was actually just talking about this today about how, you know, we're all in a different journey in Christ. Like some of us, it may take years before we get to understand really the love of Christ. And for some, it may take a shorter time, but it's just about having that patience and understanding that, you know what, God is still working on me. God is still working on you. And yeah, just having that patience, that love, that kindness. Yeah. That is so good. So you talked about, you know, um, the music we listen to. You talked about mm-hmm. like um, the t- those movies we watch. I mm-hmm. think that plays a part in it too, because yeah. how is it that we listen to like this type of music six days a week that is not glorifying God, but we think mm-hmm. it's all going to be made up in a 30 minute worship service? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, um, to be honest, 
let me at least speak for myself like I'm still working on it like trying to kind of filter the music that I listen to listen to a little less uh what I would say secular music and focus more on worship you know praise and things like that I'm still working on it myself so uh honestly that's a difficult wow that's a difficult take on it that is listening to you know secular music six days a week and then listening to praise and worship 30 minutes uh on a Sunday that's difficult because I'm still working on it myself like trying to listen to less secular music so I, I really don't have the answer to that but yeah but like what you about, said, but what about you though but what about you though do you listen to what less yeah do you listen to less secular music or yeah I don't I really don't listen to secular music Ooh. wow yeah hopefully like, I'll get there hopefully I'll like get there 20... One. Okay. Oh, oh okay. Then it's like uh-huh. no. It's like for me, it wasn't because mm. I only like the beat because I really don't listen to the lyrics. Mm. So I was like, I don't even know what they're saying anyways. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me just go to worship music. Okay, so since twenty twenty one, you've listened to no secular music at all. Yes, unless it's like playing in the car or something. Mm. So, like, say if I'm driving someone, I'm not going to tell mm-hmm. them, like, turn off the uh, radio or turn off mm-hmm. their playlist. Okay. So, yeah. But, like, me logging into something and, like, listening to it, it has been a mm-hmm. while. Wait, so how are you then handling it with TikTok? Because if you're on TikTok, you know how some of the music, wow, it, like, sounds really good as you're scrolling through. So how do you deal with that mm-hmm. if you do have TikTok? Uh, I try not to scroll on okay. TikTok because I've done it before and I'm like, I've lost five hours of my life that I'm never going to get back. So, See, I'm, <laughs> so to I be honest, I'm working to. on that. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, but go on, go on, go on. So what I do is like I'll post on TikTok and then mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just get off of it. Sometimes I post. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes I scroll, but like I said, I catch myself just scrolling. I'm like, mm-hmm. hour and a half is gone, but I was like, I got to get off. <laughs> See, that's what I'm working on as well, because I told you I recently joined TikTok like end of last year. And I honestly didn't used to use it as a social media platform. Like I would just post and get off the platform. But like, I think one day I just started scrolling and I spent like five, six hours just scrolling and scrolling because it gets addictive. But yeah, so like I was going to say, it's difficult to stay off of secular music, especially when you're scrolling on TikTok and some beats sound amazing or like some lyrics sound amazing. But it's definitely something that I'm working on. Hopefully. Yeah, I knew it was I knew it was getting so addictive when it was like past midnight or like, no, 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 no. It was I woke up even today. This happened today where like I woke up. I couldn't really go back to sleep. And the first thing I did was just to scroll on TikTok. That's how I know that it's getting very addictive. But like I said, we're working on it. So we'll see how it goes. And I think people need to know that we're we're progressing. We're perfecting. Yeah. We're not perfect, but the Holy Spirit is perfecting us to yep. be more like Christ. Yep. But people need to realize that like we need to put God first even before we grab the TikTok, before we grab the social media. Because what happens is we have a bad day. What do we do? Mm. We first post it. We don't pray about it. We post about it. So we Mm -hmm. just have to realize that we got to shift our mentality. Like the people you're going to get advice from, how do we know that they have the best interest for you? They might tell you Mm -hmm. some stuff that just messed your whole life up. But when you bring it to God, you know that God can be trustworthy. His, his records is, you know, he's undefeated. So any advice he gives you, 
is going to be great advice. And sometimes we're always w- waiting for an audible voice to talk to us. If you just open mm. your Bible, <laughs> there's so much wisdom points in the Bible. And instead of us trying That's to it. try to look for commentaries and interpretations of the Bible, read the Bible. I heard this one time. The best commentary or the best interpretation of the Bible is the Bible mm. itself. So just read the Bible. Hmm. Spot on. Like when you say like how to hear, that actually transitions into like how to hear from God. Because, you know, a lot of people have this question that, oh, you know, how do I hear from God? How do you, how, how do I know God is talking? Like you're asking God for a sign, but sometimes really the best sign, the best knowledge, the best guidance, the best direction that we can get is simply by just opening the Bible. And this is what everything you're saying, it's facts. That's really how I get direction on what to say, what to post, what to do in my everyday life. So yeah, spot on. And that's why I love your Instagram because your Instagram, you have this word of recursion, but you always tie it in. I wouldn't say Ooh. always because I've seen all your stuff, but you mostly tie it mm-hmm. into a Bible verse. A Bible yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. you, you can relay it back because some people is like, I'm not trying to be mean, but when people can preach off of one verse, I'm like, wait, you preach an hour and a half off of one verse? Wait a minute. What happened? <laughs> no, no. I think the thing for me is just about like, for me, okay, here's the thing. I always like to know the why in something. So, and this is just, this is even outside of the Bible. Like if someone tells me that two plus two is four, I need to know the why. So it's the same way whenever I'm maybe giving an encouraging word, uplifting word, or just explaining something in the Bible, I always like to give the people, the people like why, why that is. Like, I don't like to just talk just for talking sakes i'm i like to show people this is why god still has great plans for you this is why god still is going to turn things around for you or this is why xyz so yeah spot on that's mm-hmm. so good mm-hmm. and then we talked about you know we talked about the secular music we talked about the social media mm-hmm. so what about this might be triggering to some people but what about finances because some people would say like you know the church is just up to no good the church only Ooh. asks for my money Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. But if you look at it, mm-hmm. the church probably only spends like a minute and a half out of their mm-hmm. hour and a half service mm-hmm. asking for you know people Money. to pay tithes and offerings. Mm-hmm. In Malachi chapter three, some people say it's the Old Testament; we don't got follow anymore. But it mm-hmm. says that bring all tithes to the storehouse, so there may be meat or food in my house. And then mm-hmm. this is the only time God tells us to test him. He said, mm-hmm. "Test me in this, that mm-hmm. I will not open the floodgates of heaven and pour out a blessing that you don't have enough." space to receive it so what are your thoughts about putting god first through our finances putting god first through your finances yeah um i would say at least speaking for me personally i always say that it's important just to give your tithes and offerings just because of the money doesn't belong to us anything that we get anything that we earn i wouldn't say that it belongs to us so it's just kind of like out of respect for god that you know what take this 10 percent. even though i know this is your money to begin with but it's just out of respect you know thank you so much for this opportunity thank you so much for this business thank you so much for what it is that i'm doing i'm able to work i'm able to provide so here is this 10 percent that just shows my gratitude so that's how i see it and i think you ask something about about um, tithes and offerings. You know how people think maybe uh, the church is taking so much money as far as tithes and offerings. Um, For me, I like to look at it from kind of like a logical perspective where it's that, you know, the church has bills that they need to pay. The church has things that they need to pay. And a lot of times, a lot of people are doing full-time ministry. 
and they need to get paid. So I know sometimes we like to look at things very spiritually, but you know, sometimes we also have to look at things very logically as well. So that's just my take on it. Yeah, people people need to eat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even Jesus, when he when he was um tempted, he said, mm-hmm. Man should not live by bread alone. He didn't say you shouldn't live by bread. He said it should be bread and some spiritual stuff. So people's like, I'm yeah. so filled with the word of God. No, you gotta mm-hmm. eat. <laughs> Don't get the game yeah. twist. You're still in this human body. Mm-hmm. So us people not paying like offerings or tithe mm-hmm. sometimes can stifle the work of ministry because there's no mm-hmm. funds. Mm-hmm. If God tells us to go out to the world and make disciples out of nations, that takes mm-hmm. money. And the thing is, what I've seen is, is an honor because God trusts us mm-hmm. to pay our tithe. The government right. don't trust us to pay our taxes. That's why they take it out <laughs> before we even get it. So mm-hmm. we can pay the government their money, even though they don't give us mm-hmm. an option, but we don't want to pay God or mm-hmm. give God his tithe back. I think... For me, I feel like the problem with that perspective, what it just boils down to is that we can't always over-spiritualize everything. There has to be a balance between spiritual and just being realistic. It's the same way with uh, faith without works is dead, is that, you know, sometimes we can have faith for something, but then there's also the action part. So with tithes and offerings is that, yes, you know, the pastors are always going to do what they're going to do, but in return, we need to give this 10% or however much you want to give just so that they have food on the table so that lights are in the church and any other expenses that would be accounted for. So that's just my opinion on this. Yeah. Yeah. So I just hope that people after hearing this, that people will start to put, you know, God first in their finances, Mm. because when you look at the our the salvation story, the Jesus come coming down, mm-hmm. God the Father put us first before Jesus. Because mm. if He didn't put Jesus first, we would be dead. Oh, but then He's like, yeah. okay, you know, you know, Toby, all right, I'm gonna put her first, so Jesus go die for her. You know, Edward, I'm gonna put him first, so Jesus go die for him. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if we just shift our mind. And I'm not saying you you pay for salvation because it's a gift mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. freely given. Mm-hmm. But I think it might be like our honor. To say, like, mm. you know what? You did so much for me. What is 10%? When you say the earth is the Lord's, the whole earth mm. is yours. And like mm. you said, Toby, everything belongs to the Lord anyways. But name mm. this, here's the 10%. And let me just say this right now. If you don't pay your tithe, you're not going to help. Your salvation is not hinged on you not paying your tithe. If anyone told you that, they lied to you. Salvation is not hinged on you paying tithe. But it shows, sometimes shows spiritual maturity if you decide to, like, put God first in your finances. Oh, that's good. No, and I think it reminds me of James as well, where James talks about how, you know, you faith without works is dead, where he says that we have to, if you see someone that's hungry, don't just say, have a blessed day. Like, come on. Like it's, we have to do something for them, provide whether it's financially, food, clothing, whatever it is. So I think there has to just be that balance where we don't over-spiritualize everything and we shouldn't focus so much on the physical as well. There just has to be that moderation. That's it. Yeah. That's so good. Mm -hmm. So we continue putting God first. So what about in relationships and friendships? Because sometimes in like, in this, um, get with each other culture, hook up culture. We mm-hmm. like pursue people who are poison mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. And we never bring it up to the Lord. The Lord has told us multiple times to multiple people leave that person, but mm-hmm. we don't leave them. So mm-hmm. how are we, how should we approach that? Like how do we put God first in our relationships and our friendships mm-hmm. and things like that? 
Um, I would say one thing I always like to think about is that with Jesus and his disciples, he always chose people who added value to him. Like he chose people where the relationship was reciprocal. And something I just want to mention is that with, I know you mentioned something about how sometimes we choose people who are not good for us. But the thing is, like if we take Judas, for example, is that sometimes you never can tell who is the enemy in the circle, who would betray you. Sometimes you never can tell. And sometimes I believe God allows us to experience those things. So there's some things that we just can't avoid. But as far as like picking good people, one thing I always say is that you want to make sure that you pick people who add value to you and the relationship is reciprocal. That's what I would say. Oh, that's so good. Mm-hmm. So how do, I, how do I want to go this way? How do you like approach God about a certain person in your life? Like how does, how does not like a general, like how does Toby, like someone comes into your life, Mm -hmm. what is your screening for them? Cause you know, you're anointed, you're appointed. You can't have anyone in your circle. So how Mm -hmm. do you um, vet people? Um, (laughs) Wait, I'm trying to think, how do I typically do this? Um, I don't typically, how do I do, I'm trying to think of how I genuinely do this for reals. You do have friends, right? That's making sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know that it's hard to make friends as an adult. Like, let's keep it real. It's hard to, it really is hard to make friends as an adult. But anyway, I'm trying to think of how I really do this. To be honest, how... For me, okay, if I'm going to be very, very honest here, is that how I know someone is for me or isn't for me is typically through dreams. That's how it's typically revealed. So I don't remember ever praying that, oh, God, is this person or no, it's typically through like dreams. Dreams will typically reveal maybe this person, watch out for this person or yeah, this person is a good person. That's typically that's how it is for me. Yeah. And how many people, you don't name them because someone might feel left out, but how many uh, people would you say is like in your inner circle? Like you can go to them about anything. Like number wise, not names. We don't want people offended. Number wise, if we're talking of, I would say like maybe two people at most. Two people. Yeah. And not not including family because they were like, this wait, is, yeah, I this excludes- So yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> No, this excludes family. Just okay. two people. But the thing is, I, I would say that I don't feel like I need to have like so many friends. That's just me personally. I feel like as long as you have a good quality circle that you can count on, that's fine by me. Like I'm I don't I don't focus so much on numbers. It's just all about the quality for me. Yeah. Wait, but what about you though? How many people are in your circle? Probably like Three to five. All right. Three to five. Yeah. Okay. I'm a, Any- I'm, I, I lean towards being an introvert, so I don't like to go out. So mm. I like to stay in, have my people, my people. I'm not mm. looking for new people. So yeah, that's just me though. Wait, wait. Okay. So based off of our conversation so far, would you guess, am I an introvert, extrovert? You're, What's your guess? You're, you're an introvert. Mm. <laughs> wait, why? You're just an introvert. <laughs> I don't what? have to have a rhyme or reason. You're just an introvert. No, no, but what? Am I lying? No, no, but I'm okay, trying to find all out. Right, all right. No, then. no, no, but I'm trying to find out. How did you figure that out, though? That's introverts. We know each other. <laughs> we know each other. <laughs> oh my god! No, 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 but you're right, though. Honestly, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you gave me some way. Like I only got two in this circle. Two. <laughs> okay. All right. 
No, honestly, I think it might be even one and a half. Like, if I'm going to be honest, one. And a half. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But no, yeah. you're not. No, you're not. We just want people. We don't want people to get offended. Now, everybody, about your friend circle, will be like, who's the half? Are you the half? Are you the half? Yeah. <laughs> Man, this is wild. God is good. God is good. So she got one and a half close. <laughs> Who the one is? Shout out to you. Who the half is? I'll be praying for you. So that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is what God we do good. on the Saturday conversation. We have fun. We let loose. This is what we do. <laughs> With your one and a half close friends. So. <laughs> okay. So Wait, what, if we, yeah. we just keep moving on. Uh-huh. How, because you started in social media, mm-hmm. how don't you let that get to your head? Ooh. Like you've been able to talk to so many people. Mm-hmm. How do you not make social media the idol or social media the god? Mm. And making sure that you remind yourself that the reason I'm on here is to preach mm. the gospel of Jesus. Okay, so this this actually goes back to, we were just talking about how I'm an introvert. So for me, I told you before why I started social media was because of, for one, it was to offer a different perspective. And for two, it was to uplift and encourage. But for me, it was never my desire to be a public figure, to be an influencer. So that's not really my thing. I'm more of like a digital creator, video editor, photography. That's really my thing. So I'm more of like a behind the scenes type of person. So as far as being an influencer, the numbers, I wouldn't say it gets to me just because of that's not my desire. My desire is just to spread the knowledge, spread the gospel. And that's anything that comes out of it. I'm thankful for it. So, yeah. Cool. So mm-hmm. you don't, and does your one and a half friends that keep you accountable? Um, I would say, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's good because it's so important. Like when you put yourself out on social media, mm-hmm. they have accountability around you. Mm. Sometimes people start saying stuff like that. Like, wait, is that even in the Bible? But that's why I said mm-hmm. I like your content because mm-hmm. everything you say, you back it up with scripture. Yes, yes, yes. That's that's a big, I think we spoke about this earlier. That's really big for me because I like to show people the why in everything. Like if I'm saying something, I like to show people why that is. So yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So another thing, because um, the whole thing is, you know, putting God first. Another mm-hmm. way I believe we can put God first is when we forgive people who did us dirty. We Ooh. forgive people who did us wrong. So my question to you is, how important is it to forgive? And let me just use a scripture. Um, Ephesians chapter four, Mm -hmm. um, Paul was um, writing to the church in Ephesus. Mm -hmm. And then he said, um, be angry, but do not Mm -hmm. sin. Do not let the sun go down in your anger. Mm Because if you do so, you give a a foothold or a stronghold for the devil. Mm -hmm. So how important is it to, if we want to put God first, how how important is it for us to forgive one another? Oh, I would say like, that's one of the most important thing. And the reason why I say this is I always like to look at it from the perspective of God has forgiven me for so much. And then that's how I flow through that. Because if we take, if we look at what people have done to us or what we may have done to other people, it's difficult to forgive. But when I think of it from the perspective of, oh, God has forgiven me, then it's like, okay, I can then forgive someone for whatever it is that they did. So it's all about a perspective shift, in my opinion, how you look at it. God forgave you first for whatever, however big or small the sin is. So then let me extend that grace to someone else. That's how I look at it. 
That is so good. And if you continue to read um, Ephesians chapter four, mm. verse 32 says, be kind and compassionate to one another, mm. forgiving each other, just mm. as Christ, just in Christ, God mm. forgave you. Right. Well, I love how you just hit that on the head. So putting God first, mm. this is, this you don't know, we're talking about putting God first. How do we put God first when it comes to sexual relationships or sexual relations? Because, <clears throat> uh, you know, the Bible is clear, like, you know, sex mm-hmm. is um, is confined in, in marriage. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So how do we in this culture that like you can do what you want to do, you can sleep with whoever you want to sleep with. How do we put God first when it comes to um, sexual relations? Ooh. You didn't have to come that hard with the questions. I wasn't prepared for this, but um, look. <laughs> you said you saw us come my episodes. You should know that I come hard, but no, 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 I know you come hard, but I didn't know it was this hard. Like I felt that like, okay, but <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. But okay. As far as what you were saying, I think it's just, it's easier said than done. That's what I'm going to say is that it's very easy to say, oh yeah, uh, you know, sex is before marriage. And in the society that we live in, it's easier said than done. So really just my advice, honestly, would be to just, you want to be careful because, you know, everybody has their temptations. Every temptation is different for everybody. The devil has different characterized temptation for everybody. So I would say that you just want to recognize what are your temptations? What is something that tempts you? And you want to make sure that you don't put yourself in a situation that allows you to be tempted. You never want to go too far. That's what I would say as far as this goes. And again, it's different for everybody. What tempts you might not necessarily tempt me and what tempts me might not tempt you. So it's not like a one size fits all, but it's just all about, you know, you know yourself better than I do. So it's all about recognize what are your temptations and just try to just stay away from it. But again, it's easier said than done. So this is not a, if you do this, then you have this figured out. No, it's easier said than done. And it's just, you just got to keep praying and abiding by the word. And hopefully you know, you overcome it. That's it. That is so good. And mm-hmm. I agree hundred percent with you. It is easier said than done. It's easier said than the done. Wait until yeah. you get married to have yeah. sex. It's, it's, it's easier said than done. So mm-hmm. if anyone tells you that, you know, it's not easier said, they're lying to you. If, they, if they, anyone tells you that sin is not fun, they didn't do it right. Cause I'm telling you right now, sin is <laughs> funny. Right. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean they didn't do it right? They didn't do sin right. Cause sin oh, is fun. Fucking the game twisted. Sin is uh-huh. fun, but sin uh-huh. will kill us. <laughs> true, true, true. And that's what happens. Sin, like sin, will tempt us. Mm. And it's a little fun here, a little mm. fun there, mm-hmm. and then right there, then out of nowhere, we're we're, we're death. Mm-hmm. We, we're now put into inter, inter um, internal damnation because mm. we thought sin was fun. Right? Because you look in Genesis chapter three, that the fruit the Bible says looked good and pleasing mm-hmm. to the eye. They ate mm-hmm. it. They were good. Now mm-hmm. look at us, years, mm-hmm. years, years later. We got diseases running rampant. We got people dying prematurely. Mm-hmm. We got all these other things because what was good in one season was destruction in the next season. Wait, but okay. So do you have a practical example of how to avoid this type of sin? Oh, like, sexual have, sin? Yeah, yeah. Do you have like a practical example? A practical. Um, first things first, uh-huh. if someone's watching porn, stop watching porn. Mm. Because all you're doing is like you having this seeds planted in your head. Mm. And then now you see every girl, you see them as a porn mm. star. <laughs> and then every person you try to talk to is like, I'm going to do what I saw on this thing to them. 
Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. Like, if someone's watching porn, like guys and girls, they both watch mm-hmm. porn. Mm-hmm. Start watching porn because you're changing your mind to something that's not to your benefit. Oh, right. Second thing is, um, try to have curfew. If someone's in a relationship, have curfews. <laughs> Say like, we can't really be in the same place after ten. Like I said, is is easier said than done because you know, someone comes in at eight o'clock. Things are flowing. It's nine fifty nine. Let's just let's put another hour on it. And if things are still flowing, let's put another hour. Then it's like three o'clock in the morning. And then I'm just being real. Can I be real on my podcast? All right, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. That's what happens. Like we, it's like what you said. Like we got to make sure that we don't get so close to the line that we end up falling across the line. Oh, you know what I mean. Hmm. So to go back to Genesis chapter three. The uh-huh. devil tempted Eve with the mm-hmm. fruit, but the question is, why was Eve so close to the fruit? If God told you don't be near it, God told you that gives you de- will cause you death. Why was she mm-hmm. so close to the tree? And I think Ooh. as humans, including myself, I'm mm-hmm. not exempt from this. We try to get so close to the line. Like, okay, okay, that's good. Okay, that's good. I, I'm not there. That's okay, good. this is not sin yet. Oh, we're not sinning yet. That's and the good. thing, what happens? Like I know in my past, if we're not sinning, but then I cross over sin, I'm like, we're ready here. Might as well have a good time since we're sitting. That's just me. I'm just talking for myself. Toby, I'm not talking for you. I'm talking for myself. So, like, I cross over the line. Like, we're here. uh, Might as well just have fun while we're here. And I ask God forgiveness. That's Mm -hmm. how ignorant I was to, like, abuse the grace of God. But since Mm -hmm. I know better now, Mm -hmm. I can't be doing that. Like, I Mm -hmm. know better. And then I think if I do something like that, I'll just be, like, I guess I'd be guilty. Mm. Uh, I feel bad. I'll be really convicted because condemnation mm. comes from the enemy, but I'll be really convicted that I did something mm. that I knew I wasn't supposed to do. Okay. No, I like the practical examples that you gave, but like that curfew thing, it's really hard though. Cause you know, we're all like grown adults. So it's like, why would I put a curfew on myself? Mm-hmm. But like, it's easier said than done, but that's the practical example that you gave. That's something that someone can follow out there. So, yeah. So do you, if you don't mind me asking you, what are practical ways would you say, because that's, I'm mm. coming from like the guy's perspective. Mm. Like what is like some perspective you can like give to girls? Like like for me, mm-hmm. like I told, if I'm talking to someone, I would tell them like, I don't plan to do anything to, like I, I don't plan to have sex until I get married. So I think mm. open communication is always good because like if you don't communicate that and in mm. the heat of the moment, Mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to stop. And I'm just going to leave it like that. It's going to be hard to stop a lot of things in the heat of the mm-hmm. moment. So what are what are your practical ways or your like advice to people who are like ladies listening to, to this? Mm-hmm. Um, Like I said, I would say my biggest thing is just to recognize what your temptations are. So you have an idea of how to, how to recognize that you're, you know, coming close to that line that you don't want to cross. So it's all about, yeah, recognizing, you know, this is my temptation. Maybe if it's past a certain time, this is how I start feeling. So maybe you want to just recognize what your temptation are and try not to get too close to it. That's the best thing that I can say. Yeah. That is, that is so good. Anything mm-hmm. you want to add? I know you weren't respecting this curveball, but mm-hmm. we're talking about putting God first. And that's part of putting God first is... right. Because Paul wrote a, a interesting letter to the church in Corinth saying, like, flee away from sexual immorality. Mm. They're, doing, they're doing some crazy stuff in Corinth. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, it's, um, it could be used today. Because, mm-hmm. like, sexual morality is not the best for us, Oof. if that makes sense. It's not mm-hmm. the, it doesn't help us 
physically, if you're doing all around old place, you can get, um, you know, sexually transmitted infections. Mm-hmm. Spiritually, um, you can be tied to someone who you don't need to be tied to. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's just not for our best. Mm-hmm. And I think when we put God first, because people always think like God is punishing us. But mm-hmm. I don't have any kids, but I have a nephew. And when I tell mm-hmm. him not to do something, it's because I know the danger of the mm-hmm. thing that that's going to bring. And sometimes mm-hmm. we think God is being like a dictator. He doesn't want us to have fun. No, it's because God knows the danger mm-hmm. that will come when we do that action. Mm-hmm. So does that make sense? No, no, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. You want to add anything? Um, I think you pretty much said it in regards to that. You pretty much said what needed to be said. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So my next question is, um, putting God first, you know, if you didn't know, putting God first. I'm gonna have night. No, no, no. I'm gonna have nightmares. Putting God first. Putting God yeah, first. Yeah, you wake up like, did I have the? <laughs> did I have the conversation? Yes, you did. You did. Putting God first. Putting so, God first. Yeah. <laughs> so the next thing is, how important mm-hmm. is it for us to um, make sure we take care of our temple? Um, like physical Ooh. exercise, eating healthy, <laughs> things like that. Because the thing I, the thing that um, makes me sad is that you see people preaching the word of God, but they're like really, really overweight. Mm. and they like have chronic diseases and they try to pray it away but it, sometimes mm-hmm. you can't pray it away. you might have to fast and lose some weight mm-hmm. <laughs> if you know what i mean mm-hmm. so how important is it if we want to put we want to honor god with our temple how important is it for us to make sure our our bodies are healthy and we're living mm-hmm. a healthy lifestyle um i would say it's important but Again, this is easier said than done because if I just drank three cans of sodas today, so I need to practice what I preach. As hey, tell it all yourself. Accountability for everybody. No, here. no I literally accountability. <laughs> no, 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 and I'm the type of person as well. Like if I order a pizza, I'm the type to finish the whole box. So yeah, I'm also working on that myself. Like, I mean, I'm thankful I have a fast metabolism, but I'm still working on that. Like eating healthy, eating the vegetables, and all of that. But yeah, we definitely need to take care of our health you know, with exercising, eating healthy, but again, it's easier said than done because I'm not even there yet, but we'll get there. And you know, when you start adding all the Nigerian food, the event soups, the jollof rice, the palm oil stew, like there's no way I'm going to eat healthy. Sorry, but I'm working on it. But to anyone out there, we need to take care of our bodies. <laughs> He's like, this is what this exactly said, Toby, everyone out there, you got to take care of your body unless you're Nigerian. You're already screwed. You're going to eat the yeah. airbox. You're going to eat that goosey. You're going to eat it all. Your cholesterol is going to be out of out of hand. <laughs> but, no, no, no. But keeping it real, though, like, how are you supposed to eat healthy with ebon soup, jollof rice, fried rice? And, you know, it contains a lot. Of, even though our food is healthy, but it does contain a lot of, like, oils and things like that. But, yeah. By the way, yeah, everyone out there, you need to eat. <laughs> you need to eat healthy. But for us, we're going to keep <laughs> I'm just kidding. But like, yeah. First, we'll eat what we're going to eat. We might get high blood pressure. We might get high cholesterol. But we're going to enjoy it oh my while God. we can. <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Hey, everyone. I don't know if you know this, but your boy is a co-author of a seven-day devotional. My brother, Brandon Austin, and I released a devotional about transformation in your life. We believe that there's seven areas in your life that you must check in order to experience the transformative power of Jesus Christ. We have broken down these areas throughout the seven days 
of the devotional. You can purchase the book on Amazon for $4.99 for the Kindle version and $7.99 for the paperback version. The link is in the description box below. Thank y'all so much for your support. Now let's get back to Saturday Conversations. <laughs> Forgot anything I just said. Forgot anything I just said. Anyway, but yeah. <laughs> you should, let me say this. You should enjoy your life well, you Ooh. should enjoy it to the part that is detrimental to your health. Oh, that's good. That's good. So you can eat the goosey. Mm-hmm. You don't have to eat the goosey every day, though. <laughs> wait, wait, but I'm pretty sure you eat Nigerian food every day, though. I'm pretty I, I, sure. I, I do not. Oh, I you don't? Know. Wow. Well, yeah. Well, it's because I live by myself. My parents are back in Texas. Mm-hmm. But when I was back, see, the thing is, when I was back in Texas, I used to eat, but then I had to ration it out. I couldn't eat yeah. it three times a day. I'll just like Ooh. eat it like once a day. Cause if you look at the breakdowns, like I can't no. Nah. Cause it's for me, I don't want to be on like any medication. I don't want to be on any high mm. blood pressure medication. Mm. I don't want to be on no insulin. Mm. I don't want to be on none of that. So mm. I know like if I make the sacrifice now, mm. I can enjoy it later. Even right. when I use I, I have a great sweet tooth, but then mm. I started cutting out the sugars I'm eating. Because mm. like cavities are expensive. True, diabetes true. are expensive true. so like let me try to do what i can do now mm-hmm. so i don't have to pay for it later on because like i said i don't like to be on any, any medication unless i mm-hmm. really really need to see i'm yet to get there i'm getting there i'm getting there but i'll get there at some point we'll see yeah i love this conversation with you because it shows like how you are in the the process of it it's not like you have all the answers <laughs> you're like this is where i'm at thanks for inviting me for this, is, this is me transparent Oh, my God. No, no, but honestly, I've been feeling the conviction to eat healthier. I'm not even kidding about this. Like, when I tell you that I can drink three cans, four cans, five cans of sodas at a time, like, I'm not even trying to be relatable. Like, this is legit. Like, I literally had cans of sodas today. So I'm really working on eating. <laughs> I, I saw that. I saw that laugh. I saw it. I saw it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just love how honest you are. Continue, continue. <laughs> but yeah, I'm working on being healthy, being fit. I'm working on it. But yeah. That's so good because there's some sugars that you, when you put in your body, your mm-hmm. body doesn't know what to do with it. So Facts. it just gets stored. And then mm-hmm. what? It, mm-hmm. it cannot be reused for like energy or anything. It's just mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So like all the sodas and all the juices, it has like that mm-hmm. thing called like high fructose syrup. That's mm-hmm. not good for your body. Your body doesn't know mm-hmm. what to do with it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, for me, I started um, recently because I love juice. Mm-hmm. But then I started drinking like water Monday through Thursday. Then on the weekend, mm-hmm. I, I can drink some juice. Okay. Because I, I know me. I can't just cut juice out. Man. I grew up on juice. I can't do that. Right, but if right, I right. can like somehow cut it down, cut it down, like, okay, three days of juice, four days mm-hmm. of um of water. Mm-hmm. And just see the little things happen. And then I started meal prepping also. Okay. Because the thing is, I used to like to, because I walk around a lot, so I guess I can shed the calories a lot. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like, I can't be eating like fast food all the time. Mm. You know, fast food is easy, is is there, but I have to like take an inventory of myself. Like, where do I want to be in ten years? Okay, so you're being intentional about what you're eating, meal prepping, yeah. things like that. Because mm-hmm. mm. uh, if I don't do it, who will? <laughs> facts, 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 facts. Like, facts. honestly, if I don't do it, who will? Facts. So yeah. And I think it's just a great way to put God first is to take care of the temple of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the only one we get until Jesus comes back and we get a glorified body. But we don't know when Jesus comes back. So might as well take care of this body right now. Facts, facts, facts. 
So we're all trying to get like you. We're all trying to get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. No, 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 me. No, we're trying to get like like Jesus. Not me. You follow me, you're gonna follow oh. the cliff. Don't follow me. <laughs> follow Jesus. Like Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. No, nope. hey, me, you're gonna fall and then you're gonna look at me. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. So <laughs> true. So this is so good so far. So we're talking about putting God first. Mm-hmm. You're gonna wake up putting God first. So we should get stressed, me. Putting God first. Putting God first. All right. <laughs> you make them, uh, I buy them. So um when it comes to mental health, ooh. and I know churches have shy away and they think it's some it's, most of the time it might be a spiritual thing, mm. but sometimes it might be our own habits or we mm. went through some trauma, we need to go to a therapist. Mm. I always say if you listen in my uh, my uh, episodes, mm. give it to Jesus first, mm. and go find a Christian therapist. That's how mm. it is. Give it to Jesus and mm. go find a Christian therapist. Um, so how can we put God first through our mental health? Oh, well, that's deep. Um, for me, I would say like I'm really big on self care. That is taking care of your health, and what I mean by that is I'm big on who you surround yourself with, the things that you're watching, the things that you're listening to. I believe I strongly believe that all of those things contribute. Even though like I'm not really well versed in that in this subject that we're talking about, but I would say really putting, be intentional about the people you surround yourself with uh the energies you surround yourself with that matters people who have a positive energy versus those who have maybe a negative outlook in life all of those things matter in my opinion and i would say like we said earlier you can't spiritualize everything but also you have to be careful of leaning so much on the physical as well there has to be that moderation where some things are spiritual but then you know some things you also need to take care of in the physical so that's really my opinion on it that's so good. There's a mm. an influencer that says like if we always criticize everything, mm. then we don't we will take away accountability for us. Yeah. And I do see that. People mm. like, oh, it's this, it's a demon, it's a spirit, it's a witch, mm. it's a it's because no, no, you just have bad eating habits. No, you're scrolling for four hours at night and you're wondering why you're so tired. You're wondering why you don't have any energy. You're wondering mm. why you're comparing yourself to someone else because you mm. just scrolled on on Instagram where everybody mm. knows Instagram's a lie. Everybody knows, like, everyone posts, like, oh, hashtag first take. No, there's 110 take. What do you uh, mean? Or uh, hashtag relationship goals. You know you got in a in a fight before you right, take that right. picture. So mm-hmm. I think people need to stop looking to Instagram like it's real life, because it's not. Ooh, that's and good, think, that's good. And you look at the statistics, it shows that the art, the young the generation under us, mm-hmm. they deal so much with depression anxiety mm. suicidal mm. thoughts why because mm. this is the generation that's been on the social media the most mm. so you keep looking at things and you oh this person has ten thousand followers mm-hmm. and i'm doing the same thing they're doing but only got 10 followers Oof. that would play a part in your head like you're not worth worth anything mm. you're not you're not doing anything though successful with your life you should mm-hmm. just bond to this depression or you should just get this anxiety you know mm. so I think when it comes, if you want to put God first, when it comes mm-hmm. to mental health, we, like you said, um, we need to protect ourselves. We need to protect our yeah. peace. Mm-hmm. Like we need to protect, we need to make sure we don't surround ourselves with people who mm-hmm. just want to cause cause us harm. Mm-hmm. And and like when you say about self-care, I think at least once a quarter, we need to do like a self-inventory of ourselves. Oof. 
We need okay. to like we need to sit down and like, okay, did I do what I want to do in this last quarter? <laughs> what well, why didn't yeah. why didn't I do mm-hmm. <laughs> what I wanted to do? Mm-hmm. Was it my friends? Was it this? Was it that? What what mm-hmm. was it exactly? And I, I believe self care is such a, a big uh, a component to it also. Because mm. people are saying like, you should wait to do, no, if you're, listen, if you're single, take yourself out on a date, take yourself to the spa, go get a massage. If it's, you know, so, cause. No, no, but whoa, 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 that's easy. See, that's easy for extroverts. So what would be, what would be your advice for like introverts? The introverts? Yeah. Hmm. Go to the movies. Hmm. Cause it's, it's a dark place. You don't need to say hi to nobody. Go to the movies. Am I lying? Tell me I'm lying. <laughs> Tell me I'm lying. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. All right. <laughs> but like, go to the movies. Go somewhere right, right. that's like a dark place, or like, I know we uh-huh. just talk about eating healthy, but it's right. okay to order food out once a week, and you just mm-hmm. go watch Netflix or whatever you, your choice of watching, and just eat food. Mm-hmm. And then come to your home, light a candle. If you're a candle lover, light a candle. And you know, because the thing is, we we can go as far as our mind takes us. Facts. So if we're not putting God first, when it comes to mental health, then where mm. are we going to be? Mm-mm-mm. That's huge. Yeah. And, and if God says that, you know, Jesus is the Prince of peace and we have access to this peace, mm-hmm. why are we not doing everything? Like I said, give it to Jesus and let's take actionable steps. Mm-mm-mm. Maybe we need to de- uh, delete TikTok and Instagram. Oh. Or maybe we need to stop talking to those friends who are your friends, but they're not really your friends. You just knew them for so long, and somehow mm-hmm. y'all cousins now. Sometimes you need to cut people off. And mm. I know in the beginning I said, love your enemy. The Bible says love your enemy. Your Bible no, enemy not be friend. Enemy. Not be friend. It didn't say be close to your enemy. Right, right, right. Not be love. friend. Yeah. I'll pray for you. Doesn't mean I got to hang out with you. <laughs> facts, 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 facts. You know what I mean? Yep. So I think, because mental health is such a important thing. Even like, if you look at the Bible. Elijah dealt with depression. The mm. Bible said that he was asking God, take me out. I'm not better mm. than my ancestors. Take, mm-hmm. And what's crazy is it was the his biggest victory. Mm-hmm. Moments later, that's when he was dealing with depression. Mm. And the thing he did was he went to God. Well, God mm-hmm. came to him. Mm-hmm. And then after that, he was all like, <laughs> it's funny because he's like, why, Elijah, why are you here? He's mm. like, well, you know, this, this, and this, this. No one has, I, I'm the only one who's left. They killed all your prophets. And then what did, what did God say? He's all like, you're not the only one. Mm-hmm. There's 7,000 people who have not bowed to Baal. Why am I saying all this, Toby? Because when people think that they're all in it by themselves, they think all hope is lost. Mm-hmm. That's when they want to end it. So let me just encourage you right now. You're not the only one fighting this good fight of faith. You're not the only one going through what you're going through. That's why it's so important to get in a community. That's why it's so important to get around people you trust and people who love you. And that's why it's so important. So you realize that you're not the only one going through what you're going through. You, We all feel pain. We may feel pain in different types of ways. We may, we may process pain different types of ways. But we, the, the thing is, we have pain, but we have a Savior who's willing to take away our pain. Or walk us through. I don't want to say take away because everybody think everybody might think it's a magic trick, but to help us walk us through our pain. Wow. Thank you for your TED talk. That was good. Uh, <laughs> thank you for coming. Um, <laughs> I, that, that's the end of the episode. I uh, see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, anything you want to add? 
Um, no, seriously, like I said, when I said it's a TED talk, you really said it all. Like, I feel like I learned something just right now. So it's good. Awesome. Yeah. So my follow-up question, my next question is, we talked about comparison a little bit. Ooh. How how does a person navigate comparison? Because comparison is always going to come. Mm, I mean, do we dwell good. on it or do we keep it, we keep it pushing? So how does someone navigate comparison? I would say, like, you're talking about comparing yourself to other people, right? Yes. Oh, so one thing I just like to say is that I really do feel like everybody is in their own lane. Like everybody's in their own lane. And something I just like to say is that, you know, everybody's so different where I can't tell your story like you can tell your story and you can't tell my story the way I can tell my story. So everybody's just so different. You know, the purpose God has for us, it's so different that I don't even think we can compare it. Because your experiences are very different from mine. Minds are different from yours. So I know it's easy to compare. You know, sometimes that happens. But what I would say is just to focus on your journey, to focus on your lane, understanding that, you know what, my story, my experiences, it's going to be different. And something that I just always say is that to recognize that the plan that God had for you, he had a plan for each and every one of us before we were born. So it has nothing to do with skills and abilities the plan that god has for each and every one of us is before we were born so it's like i said it's easier said than done this can be difficult but as far as comparing yourself we just have to recognize that you know what we're all in our own lane we all have our own story everyone is going to be different how everybody gets something it's going to be at different times different timing so it's easier said than done but that's just my take on it that's so good and mm -hmm. people need to know any story, if we live our story, we're going to suffer for our story. Right, right, right. For anyone listening, do not suffer for someone else's story. Don't try, right. to run, don't try to run after someone else's story, and now you're suffering for someone else's story. Suffer for the story God has given you. Because mm -hmm. people are like, I want to be like this. I want mm -mm, God did not mm -mm. call you to do that. Mm -hmm. Like people, because I grew up in the church. My parents are pastors. My oh. parents are, I'm a PK. Wow. And I saw so many people who want to be a pastor. Mm. I'm like, why? Why do you want to do this to yourself? Because I had the inside, like, my dad never read, my dad was bivocational, so he was working a job and wow. being a pastor full-time. And people like, I wondered, like, why? Why would you put your kids through that? Because <laughs> let me tell you something about being a PK. Uh -huh. I love my I love my parents because my parents, because these are different from other people, mm -hmm. my parents never put the ministry over us, like the Ooh. me and my siblings. Like, uh -huh. they, they made sure that we knew that we were number one. Well, God, then us. Wait, was it a Nigerian church? Yes. I'm surprised. My, wow. my dad is my dad is just that good. Like, let's be honest. My dad is my what? dad knew his priorities. Mm. And he's like, no, I'm not gonna waver on this. Mm -mm -mm. So the thing is like, I don't know why people want to be pastors and put their kids at risk. Because mm -hmm. pastor kids were never allowed to be kids. Because the pressure was if the pressure wasn't put on by the parents, the pressure mm -hmm. was put on the church people. Mm. like you should be doing this you should i am eight years old leave me alone <laughs> true 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 you know true. what i mean so i don't know why people always want to run another race because what happens mm. is you try to run someone else's race your kids will end up suffering for it Ooh. i'm gonna let that marinate right i know now. i needed a moment as well i was like oh okay all right because people always want to do this like i want to Say so. I want to be a billionaire. God did not call you to be a billionaire, Ooh. but now you're neglecting your kids to go after a story that was never mm. written for you. Ooh. You know, Ooh. 
So people just need to realize, like God, like you said, from the beginning of the world, mm-hmm. before the foundation of the earth, God has written your story. Mm-hmm, but it's mm-hmm. our decision because of free will is our decision mm-hmm. if we want to walk out that story God has written out for us. Mm. And with the comparison, is is very dangerous because we start saying like, "Oh, this person's successful doing this. This person's mm. successful doing that. Mm. I'm going to try to live that story." Mm. But people end up depressed, sad, and contemplating suicide because mm. they're trying to play a role that God did not create them to play. Ooh! If you look at David, mm-hmm. David came. He had the five the five rocks in the sling. Mm. Saul said, "Let me put my armor on you." Mm-hmm. And he put it on, he said, I can't move in this. Mm-hmm. This is not my armor. Mm-hmm. And I, I see a lot of people in the body of Christ trying to put other people's armors on because they saw people be successful with that armor. Oh, can you give like an example? So like, go back to the whole pastor thing or like mm-hmm. everybody wants to preach. Everybody wants to be on a platform. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to lead worship. You can't sing. Stop. Mm-hmm. Sing, in a, sing in, a, in, a, in, a, in a bathroom. You can <laughs> I'm just being honest, Toby. People can't sing. <laughs> Like, but everybody wants to be on a worship team because they want to be seen. Everybody wants to preach because they want to, they want to be seen. Mm. Maybe you should preach from the parking lot. Ooh. Maybe you should usher people in uh-huh. the presence of God while holding a stop sign. You Ooh. know what I mean? So everybody wants to carry this mantle that was never meant for them to carry. If you want to be a pastor, it's hard to be a pastor. Mm-hmm. My dad, my parents been pastors for the past 30 years. So I see mm-hmm. the stress. Mm-hmm. I see the, I seen all these other things. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking from firsthand experience. Right. And people like, you know, I can speak well, so I'm going to be a pastor. Mm-hmm. Speak well is not the only pro, like prereq to be a pastor. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we have like doubted down to like, you can speak well, go be a pastor. No, it goes deeper than that. And I'm just talking about physical needs. I'm not talking mm-hmm. about the spiritual needs of, of your flock. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about the physical needs. Hmm. So people are too busy out here trying to live people else's calling and leave other people's um, stories and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. And like, don't do that to yourself and don't do that to your kids. Because you would, I'm just, because I see people like leave the church mm-hmm. and now their kids will have to suffer because God never called their parents to be pastors. Because my mom always told me, like the enemy, if they can't get the parents, they'll go for the children. Wait, so then, because we're talking about like not living a life that maybe God didn't call you to. So yes. then how then does someone figure out what they're calling, what it is that they're supposed to do, in your opinion? Well, first thing is always uh-huh. you, your calling should glorify God. If your calling somehow becomes selfish, ambition, and Ooh. now you're using that calling to glorify yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a calling from God unless it started off pure mm-hmm. and then pride came into your heart. Mm. Like let's look at let's look at the uh the devil, uh-huh. Lucifer. Mm-hmm. He was create he was be- the most beautiful angel ever. Mm-hmm. And he was glorifying God, then what happened? Pride entered his heart. He said, I want to take some of this glory for me. Oof. Okay. You know? So everything can start off pure. Uh-huh. But then a shift can happen and you're like, I'm just gonna take this glory for me. And that that can somehow mess up the calling. Okay, so you're, what you're saying is that it's not so much about the calling, but it's really more about <clears throat> the intention behind it. Yes, but some people are called, Ooh. and some people see other people's callings like I want to be called to do that when God did not call facts. them to do that. Facts, facts, facts. You know, can you imagine if Aaron came out of nowhere like, "Hey Moses, I'm going to lead the people now." No, mm-hmm. he wasn't built for that. Mm-hmm. Let Moses lead the people and you assist Moses. Mm-hmm. And you know how crazy that is? Because he was Moses' older brother. 
So his older brother was serving the younger one. And that's why Miriam, so it was like, it was Miriam, Aaron, then Moses. Mm-hmm. And that's why Miriam caught an attitude in numbers when Moses married a um Ethiopian woman, I believe. And he's like, Does God only talk to Moses? How, how, why, why does God talk to us too? And then she got her head like, I, I'm older than Moses. Mm. I'm the one who saved Moses from the Egyptians. Right. Right. And what did the Bible say? God said, come, come meet me. And then mm. Miriam got leprosy. Because mm. he tried to, I guess, discount someone else's calling. Everyone mm. listening, do not discount anyone's calling. You just focus on your calling. Mm. No, if you try to discount someone else's calling, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Wow. No, that's good. Wow. So anything you want to add? On this one, I think you said it all as well. <laughs> I don't know if it's I don't know if it's the introvert in me that has nothing to add to it or if but this is really good though. What you said is really good. Yeah. Okay. So my next question to you is um if we're putting God first, mm-hmm. how do we block out the opinions of other people? Oh, this is my area. This is oh, okay. my area. I'm just this is my area. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, you got the next 10 hold minutes. On. Let I'm me get ready. Pause. Go Ooh. ahead. I give uh, you the floor. So you said, how do you block out the opinions of others? Yes. Is the mic ready? Can you hear? All yes. Right. All right. So my thing on this is that, remember, I've always talked about offering a different perspective on things. So my thing is that, For me, I always like to look at it as God's opinion always matters most than people's opinion. So sometimes this includes maybe family members, friends, those close to us, that God's opinion is always first than people. But I feel like to get to that point where God's opinion matters most than people, you have to get to a point where almost as if people's opinions doesn't matter. This is not to say we don't respect everybody's opinion, but it's just like, you know, God has to come first because we talked about putting God first. What is it? Putting God, God first. first. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, so we, we have to put his opinion first. So what that looks like is like, what does the Bible say about the certain issue? What does the Bible say about the certain matter? So it doesn't matter what somebody else is saying or this person is saying, but as long as the Bible says this is what it is regard in regards to this issue, then go with that. It's never about what somebody else has to say. That's my opinion on this. Yeah. I thought you were going to expand a little bit more. I gave you two minutes. I was. No, no, I was, but I kind of like lost the train of thought here. I was going to expand on it, but. <laughs> but yeah. It's, it's funny because like when people say uh-huh. um, God's opinion about mm-hmm. something, we have to realize that God makes the rules. So he mm-hmm. doesn't have any opinions. It's facts. Right, <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Cause the Bible says in the book of Isaiah that every word he speaks does not return to him void. Mm. So if he says something, it's not an opinion. It, it's, that's how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. You may have some opinions that would go against it, but I'm telling you right now, gravity's undefeated. You may not believe Ooh. gravity's a thing. Jump from a, a three-story building. You're going to know mm-hmm. that gravity is a thing. Why? Because mm-hmm. God spoke gravity to do that thing. Mm-hmm. So when people are like, man, my opinion versus God's opinion, no, 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 no. It's your opinion versus God. Spat. Mm-hmm. God's mm-hmm. word. The Bible says, God said, let there be light. There was no light. It was void. The Bible says it was void. Mm-hmm. It was in chaos. Mm-hmm. And God said, let there be light. Right. So that was a straight fact. When he says something, it's like, there it goes. And that's why I appreciate your encouraging con- um, content on IG. Mm-hmm. Because you're like, 
It doesn't matter what you've been through. Right. It doesn't matter what you what you've seen. Mm. If God has spoken a word over you, that's it. It's gonna come to pass. That's it. That's it. Because the Bible says God's promises are yes and amen. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes and amen. That that's mm. it. So when people come out of nowhere and start saying, like, why do you do this? Why do you do that? You're weird. Okay. I'm gonna be weird in heaven. <laughs> I ain't tripping. Like because <laughs> people and I love the body of Christ, but it seems mm. like sometimes we we fight the wrong battles. Oh, we expand we're, on that. Yeah. We're so we're so easy to defend other things but Jesus. Ooh. Let me say, um, I don't really get political, but we're 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 very we want to go defend the Republican Party. We want mm. to defend the Democratic Party. We want to defend mm. defend the president. We want to defend all these laws and mm. gun rights and all this other stuff. I don't care either way or there. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, when it's time to defend Jesus, mm. you hear crickets. Mm. There's people who call themselves believe Jesus. They won't post about anything about Jesus. But come 2024, you know who they voted mm. for. Okay. <laughs> if, if I can be real. 2024, you gonna know exactly who they voted for. They have not talked about mm. Jesus at all. They had, they didn't even reshare their church clips. They didn't mm. do any of that. Mm-hmm. So when it comes, and I think maybe sometimes they feel so vocal about it. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be vocal about a person who's only gonna be in office for at most eight years. Mm. We're not gonna be vocal about the person who's gonna be on the throne forever. Mm-mm-mm. No, but also another thing as well. You mentioned something about opinions, but it just reminded me of, you know, Jesus and the Pharisees and the Sadducees. So, you know, like the Pharisees, the Sadducees, they always had something to say. I've talked about this before. And it's like Jesus. So the thing is, you can't change based off of people's opinions. Like, I'm very big on that. Like, many people can have their opinions, but it still doesn't mean that it's true. So you don't have to change based off of people's opinions. Like, as long as what you're doing is God's will for your life, what anybody else has to say, it really doesn't matter. And I'm very big on that. So, yeah. And then also, you don't have to prove yourself to other people. Yeah, that's a big one. Yep. Because yep. even yep. like you're talking about the Pharisees and Sadducees, yep. they went to Jesus, prove yourself, prove yourself to us, show us a miracle. Mm-hmm. And God's like, and Jesus is like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm, I'm not going to, you can believe what you want to believe, but I'm not going to jump through hoops to get your approval. Mm-hmm. Because the reason why he say that, because if you look in um, Matthew chapter three, mm-hmm. he already got the approval. Mm-hmm. This is my beloved son, mm-hmm. who I'm real pleased in. Mm-hmm. Once people start to unlock their identity in Christ, Ooh. they won't be trying to prove, perform yep. themselves to people's opinions. They That's won't true. try to prove themselves to other people. Right. Once they realize like they're beloved, they're loved, they're fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. Once they start to re- like realize that, they don't have to prove themselves to other people. Facts. That's exactly what I believe. Like, I feel like you have to just be confident in who God says you are. And then just understand that people's opinions, people are always going to talk. So it's just all about just having that confidence in God, just so that you can, you can go after what it is that you're going after with that confidence. That's what I believe. But yeah. That's so good. Anything else before we go to the last question? Uh, No, I don't think I have anything else. All right. So, like, you know, this is about putting God first. So, my last question to you, Toby. <laughs> Why is it so important to put God first? Ooh. Um, if you want a genuine answer, this is genuinely what I believe, is that I've always talked about that. You know, God, sometimes we tend to put human beings first. We tend to put... um 
our interests, anything that we desire first. But really, my answer to this is just that, you know, God has forgiven you. God forgives. God forgets. God is going to be with you in the good times and the bad times. So for me, when I think of it from that perspective, that's what makes me put God first is that, you know, God forgave me for X, Y, and Z. God is someone that's going to forgive and forget your past. So to me, it just makes the most sense that if someone's going to sacrifice so much for me, it makes the most sense that I actually put God first. So it's not about just giving a theology answer, but it's like, no, like I've actually experienced God's love, God's grace. So it's just, it makes the most sense to me to just put God first in everything that I do. So, yeah. That is so good. And I think it's the book of Romans that says, while we're still sinners, mm -hmm. Christ died for us. Right. So while we were still doing the, the, the dirty things, while we we're still in the filthy things, mm -hmm. Jesus gave his life for us. Right. And it's crazy because I, talk, I talked about before, like how God put us before Jesus, mm -hmm. but then Jesus put us before Jesus. Ooh. Because he told his disciples that they're not going to take my body. I'm going to willingly give up my body to mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. So people just need to realize like, if you hear anything from this, I know we're goofy, we're laughing, but if you, if you hear anything from us, uh -huh. hear this, that you have a Savior in heaven who loves you. You have a Savior in heaven who is interceding for you through the Father. And my whole thing is, if you don't know Jesus, I just want you to ponder, will your life be better with or without Jesus? And if you don't know where you're going, if, if today was the last day you lived on this earth, if you don't know where you're going, my question is, Oh, my plea to you is consider Jesus. Consider Jesus. I can go in the whole how the what what is the gospel? Here's a five minute, probably three minute synopsis of the gospel. Men couldn't get it right. We fell short of the glory of God. What happened? Time after time, God comes out of nowhere, made these laws, made these tabernacles, made these sacrifices, made all this possible, but that we were not cutting it as mankind. Then what happened? Jesus came down in in the gospels. And his name is Emmanuel, which means God is with us. He lived a life that we couldn't live. He died a, a death that we should have died. And on the third day, he rose again, according to the scriptures. He rose again. He showed himself to 500 people and he sent it to heaven. And after he sent it to heaven, he brought down the Holy Spirit to dwell within us. That is the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel of Jesus Christ is not, if you believe in him, you're going to get money. If you believe in him, you're going to get healed. We, we prayed that things would happen. But the thing is, the blood of Jesus saved us from eternal damnation, eternal separation from God. And that's what hell is. Hell is a place where all of God's attributes are removed. Because people told me, people think like, oh, earth is like, you know, God is not on earth. No, no, we are mistaken if we don't think that earth is full of God's mercy. <laughs> like the sun is not too far that we freeze and the sun is not too close that we burn up. That's God's mm -hmm. mercy. Mm-hmm. But when people go to hell, what happens? God's mm -hmm. mercy, God's kindness, God's mm -hmm. goodness, God's mm -hmm. love, all mm -hmm. that stuff is removed from it. Mm -hmm. And that that is the scariest part. The flames, it's probably going to burn. But the but the scariest thing is not having any attribute of God mm -hmm. in a place. Mm -hmm. So that's my plea. If you don't know Jesus and you're listening to this, consider Jesus. I'm not going to lead you through a prayer. I want you to reflect on yourself and consider Jesus. Like Toby said, try Jesus. You can still try me because you know, I'm not here like that. But 
Try Jesus. Oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> anything you want to add, Toby? You're right. No? I say anything you want to add? Um, no, yeah, that's it. All right. So what is your last encouragement advice to anyone watching this or listening Ooh. to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts? Um, something that I would say, this is something that I always say on, um, the platform, which is you want to start with what you have. I don't know. This might be for someone out there who has been contemplating on what God has told them to do. Something I would just always say is to start with what you have. That doesn't matter what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, what you think you're lacking in that. One thing I love about God is that I know that with human beings, we always like to have it all together before we start. But the good thing about God is that God, it's all about the process and the growth takes place through the process. So as long as God has told you to do something that what you have right now, it's enough to start. Really. That's one thing I just want to just let someone out there know. Yeah. That is so good. Toby, thank you for coming on. Thank you for, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. Chop I'm glad we're able to connect right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But before we end yeah. episode 67 of Saturday Conversation, mm -hmm. we want to get to know you a little better mm -hmm. The a game called This or That. So I already okay. explained to you how it goes. I give you two options. You tell me the options. I made my guesses. If I give above three, that's pretty impressive because mm -hmm. I never met you in person. If I get below three, it's mm -hmm. kind of expected because I never met you in person. So whenever you're ready, let me know. Okay. All right. So between these two Bible characters, um, which one? Abraham or David? Do I have to respond? Yeah. Ooh, Abraham or David? The father of faith or the one who, who slayed Goliath? Which one? Oh, I'll go with Abraham. Abraham? Okay. Yeah. Um, vanilla or chocolate? Ooh. C-H-O-C-O-L-A-T-E. Oh, chocolate. Yep. All right. I'm glad you spelled that right because that would have been embarrassing. <laughs> um, giraffe or zebra? Oh, you know what? Wow, giraffe or zebra? Ooh, I'm going to go zebra. Okay, okay. Um, superpowers, speed or fly? Ooh, I'm going to go with speed. Okay. And um, are you an early bird or a night owl? Early, for sure. I don't, I got zero out of five. <laughs> I think you might be the first person that I got zero out of five. Zero out of, are you serious? I thought you were going to pick giraffe. No, I thought you were going to say fly because you will pick speed over fly. You get there faster when you fly. You know what? It's cool. Yo, that's crazy. Man. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, you, I don't have to go through it because everything you said, I said the opposite. <laughs> oh, yeah. There we go. Dang. Wow. And that's the first time that's ever happened? <laughs> I think so. Yo. I think I at least got one, but no. Wow. Well, it is what it is. It is what it is. Exactly. It is what it is. <laughs> Thank you for making history, you know? Yeah. Appreciate it. No, Not really. No uh, <laughs> uh, thank you once again, Toby, for coming on. No um, I asked every person who's come on Saturday Conversations to pray us out. Do you mind praying for us? No worries, no worries. All right. Shall we bow her, our heads? All right. Thank you so much, God, for this podcast, for today, for anyone tuning in. We thank you, God, that people are here. It's, people can hear this message, can be blessed by it. Um, we just pray for those out there who may be struggling or those out there who are going through a tough time. We pray, oh God, that you make things easier for them. We pray that may they feel that your presence through all that they're going through that 
may they be able to see that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, irrespective of what they may be going through right now, that you always have good plans for them, irrespective of what they're going through, that your word says that for I know the plans that I have for you, may they see that this season, it's only for a season and what's to come is going to be better than their current situation. So I just want to say thank you, God, for all that you've done in our life. We thank you, God, for this interaction. We thank you for those listening that may continue to bless them, guide them, shield them, protect them. And yeah, thank you, God, so much for all that you've done in our lives. Thank you for all that we're yet to do. And may we put you first. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So let me pray for you and then we end the episode. Um, Heavenly Father, we thank you for your daughter. We thank you for how you're using her to build your kingdom. We thank you for how you're using her to uh, spread the gospel of Jesus Christ through social media. So Heavenly Father, we ask you that you continue to bless her. We ask you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, whatever she put her minds to, whatever she put her hands to, oh Lord, let her prosper in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We pray for her family, that you continue to be with them, you continue to protect them, that you continue to provide for them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray that whatever um, she decides to do for your kingdom, Lord, let it grow, let it multiply, let it be fruitful in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray that any decision that she has coming up, Lord, that you give her clarity of mind in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And I pray that um, when, if she's feeling down, we, I pray that you be the lifter of her head in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray that all the promises that you've already given her, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that you come uh, fulfill it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ and every enemy's plan to um, destroy those promises, to destroy those plans. We destroy their plans. We, we render them powerless right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We give the honor. We give the glory. We say, blessed be your beautiful name. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Well, I actually felt that. Yo, thank you for that. Oh, no problem. Yeah, that no was problem. like literally spot on. All right. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, great way to the end Lord it. is good. Hey, that's what happens when you put God first, right? Put God I, you're really gonna I'm, I'm hearing that put god first put god first put god first all right hey, you might have to like start a, like uh ig series i'm not saying how to run your social media account no, yeah, yeah. That, but maybe i don't know i don't know <laughs> this was fun thank you for coming on and thank y'all for tuning in to episode 67 of saturday conversation toby where can people find you oh yeah you can find me on instagram tiktok youtube i'm trying to you know get started on that but really instagram tiktok for sure yeah and what are, what are the handles? T-O-B-E-E-K-W-E-M-P-U. This is on Instagram and on TikTok. Sounds good. Yep. I'll put all her information in the description box below. Once again, thank you for coming no, on. No, thank you for having me. This was a pleasure, honestly. I enjoyed myself from beginning oh, to end. From beginning to end, enjoyed myself. Yeah. Tell your friends about it, all right? Let's get the subscriptions up. Let's get the follows up, all right? For but sure. thank you for coming on. I know you're a busy person, so thank you for coming on. No, I'm no, grateful no to... I've met you. I'm grateful to call you a sister in Christ. Uh, I'm grateful for what God has done in your life. Mm. I'm glad for what God is doing in your life. Mm -hmm. and I'm so expectant for what God is going to, to do in your life. Mm -hmm. I just want to let you know that the best is yet to come in your life. In Jesus, are you are you a prophet? Are you sure you're not a prophet? Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Yes, I am. But <laughs> everyone, join the conversation in the comment section below. All Tell right. us what part of the conversation stood out to you. Don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell if you're watching on YouTube. And if mm. you listen on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, mm. follow, hit the notification bell, and give us five stars. You know you want to give us 100, but the limit is five. You know this conversation was fire. You know this conversation was filled with truth and humor. You should give us five stars. New conversations come out every Saturday. And hold on. I want to add something. And you deserve five stars because you're Nigerian. Hello? Uh, Thank you. Akiyemi is my last name. So thank you. Yep. Thank you. Yep, so yep, yep. That's, that's from Nigerian 
give me five stars. So thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. No, yeah. thank you. <laughs> if you have any prayer requests, put in the comment section below. Mm. We love you. Mm. God bless you. Mm. And I'll see you next time. Mm.